welcome back to another episode of These Are The Valleys. As you can probably tell by my voice, I have found a way to reset. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back right now and listen to the last episode, Sad in the Valley, and then come back to this one because this is almost like a part two or a follow-up to what we talked about last week. So I was very cringily vulnerable with you guys about where I was and what I was going through. And I proposed to you all that I would come back, hopefully, having reset and let you know what I did. So gratefully, because God is good and he is faithful, I have been able to reset in my spirit, in my mental, in my emotional, just overall, just kind of come back into center, coming back into myself and coming back into a place of alignment, for lack of a better term. So here are a couple things that I did. Last week, I was on vacation with my family. We just took a little relaxing trip, you know, nothing crazy at all. And it turned out to be exactly what I needed, exactly when I needed it. So here are six tips for getting back into that reset after a period of being sad, after a depressive episode, after just feeling off, honestly, and just wanting to do some things to get back into yourself and get outside of your head in that space that you're in. These are in no particular order, so take from it what you might, and even if these don't help, hopefully they inspire something that will help eventually when you get to that point, because child, everybody's probably gonna get there, or everyone has been there. So let's get into it. Point number one, give yourself permission to break your routine or your rituals, okay? This is extremely important. I think for me, when I was feeling down, when I was feeling kind of off, forcing myself to prayer journal, forcing myself into worship, forcing myself into my word didn't help. And it was because I didn't approach those things with the right heart posture, God never wants us to feel forced into doing anything. It doesn't matter if he asked these things of us. He would rather us be obedient out of love than out of obligation. You know, nobody likes to feel like the person that is helping them or doing something for them is doing it out of obligation. We all want to feel like that person is doing it out of love or because they have genuine interest or whatever the reason is. And God is no different. I think that we can bring the struggles that we're having to him in a way that is not so religious or in a way that is not merely a ritual or routine. So for me, what that looked like was being okay with not prayer journaling for a couple days and just actually having a verbal conversation with God like I used to. Being okay with not having a set quiet time with God during the week where I take, you know, an hour, two hours or so and just really spend time in his presence. I just wasn't feeling like doing that. And that was okay. Another thing, I was listening to a podcast today um, in the same room and they were talking about how basically sometimes in religion, we place God into a box and that's not something we need to do. God can be met in different ways, shapes, forms, fashions, methods, and it's going to be different every season. He's not going to meet you the same way this season as he will next season or the season before. So we just have to keep that in mind going forward. Number two, change your scenery. Now, I was fortunate enough to literally have a trip coming up that was going to change my scenery for me. 
But this does not have to be a vacation. This can literally be you going somewhere you've never been before or somewhere you used to like to go. If you're one of those people that's like me, you really enjoy like looking at places with bodies of water, lakes, rivers, babbling brooks, oceans, (laughs) whatever is near you or whatever is accessible to you. If you got the coins to go fly to a place with a beach, go for it. But if you don't, just find somewhere nearby, a pond even, and just go chill over there. Whatever that is for you. If you like to be among the trees, if you like to be um, on a rooftop looking at the hustle and bustle of life and people watching, just change your scenery from what you're currently used to. I think that it really helps when we push ourselves into new environments or into different environments because then we get almost like a fresh perspective on life. Life gets a fresh feeling, right? So this actually kind of goes into one of the other points. So point number three is gonna be do things that push you out of your comfort zone. So instead of just being in an environment that's different, participate in something that is different. So while I was on this vacation, I did ATV riding for the first time and did zip lining. Well, I've done zip lining before, but not like 60 feet in the air. And those things pushed me out of my comfort zone. Literally before the zip line, I was inwardly praying like, Lord, please <laughs> just just keep your kid. You feel me? I know I know I've been, you know, a little distant lately, but please, I, I do not want to die today. I got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm planning on getting back out of this, you know? And he kept me and I had a great time, even though I was scared out of my wits. ATV riding at first, I was a little nervous because I'd never ridden a four-wheel bike like that before through like mud and the forest and all this other stuff. And I was following a group and I thought they was gonna leave me, but actually I was pretty fast. And you know, it was just an, an, an adventure. It was an adventure. And it doesn't have to be anything as exhilarating as that. Even if you go um, and take a, your first salsa dancing class, if you go and try your hand at, I don't know, pottery for once. Just try something different. Can y'all tell I'm a creative type because both of the things that I just mentioned are very creative. Go to a new exercise class. Go try to learn a new language with somebody. Speak to a stranger on the subway. I don't know, bro. But just try something that pushes you out of your comfort zone. I think that these things really break the mold sometimes on us feeling sad or us feeling like life is mundane or boring or this or that. So just want to encourage you guys to try that out as well. My next point would be to spend time alone. Now this one, I'm not going to lie, was a little hard for me. I'm very much so a textbook extrovert. All my energy comes from other people, from my environment, from what I'm doing. I do not make my own fuel. I don't. So it's sometimes difficult for me to spend time alone because then I just feel very, very low on energy. But I've come to realize spending time alone does not mean, you know, just sitting in silence and staring at the wall and being like, I am so in tune with myself. It can be you enjoying something that you like. So for me, my comfort show is The Office. I, I'm not even gonna get into it on this podcast, but let's just say I'm a stan of that show. For sure. And I popped on The Office. I hadn't watched it in a while. 
And I just began to mellow out by myself. Like after that, I put on some old albums that I really, really like and listened all the way through. Like things that I just like to do by myself. Y'all, I started reading again and I have been behind in my readings and since a youth, okay? Since a youth, I've been a bookworm and a nerd. We know this, we know this. So I started reading again, you know, just doing things that I like to do, but just by myself. So I had to get out of the mold that spending time alone had to be this dreary and boring thing and just prioritize what I like to do. My next point is that you want to find little ways to be grateful. And I would suggest on top of this journaling those gratitude moments. So I hear a lot of people talk about like gratitude journals and this and that. I personally am not going to make it that formal where I have a whole journal dedicated just to gratitude. Uh, As I've mentioned several times on this podcast, I do have a prayer journal. So in my prayer journal, which if you guys don't know what that looks like, it's just kind of, I start writing and at the top of every page, I write, dear God. And I literally speak as if I'm speaking directly to him in the journal. And then of course I end each of it like, amen, you know, in the name of Jesus, amen. So that's basically what it looks like for me. So in there, I'll find, you know, space in the middle of my thoughts to just be like, thank you for blah, blah, blah. Thank you for blah, blah, blah. For example, On the vacation, there was a tropical storm warning and we were checking the weather before we left and it said that it was going to thunderstorm every single day we were there except Tuesday. And I was like, Laura, I can't do this. (laughs) I was like, please, please. I was literally begging, okay? And I was like, please, Lord, you did it for somebody in the Bible. I think it was Elijah where they prayed and the rain didn't come and then they prayed and then the rain came. I think y'all know what I'm talking about. I think y'all know what I'm talking about. And I was like, please, Lord, I I heard that you do this, you know, please give us clear skies and warm weather. Y'all, every single day we had sun, every single day we had sun. Some days it didn't even rain at all. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, it was just me. I'm sure some other people was praying on that trip, too. But I'm just saying I was so grateful. So I found space in my journal to say, God, thank you for clear skies and warm weather. Like, thank you for Weather that I can enjoy where it's not too high and there's a breeze, like thank you for the breeze, like little things. I understand that we're not all in a position where the huge grand things are things that we feel grateful for right now. But even in the little things, Lord, thank you for a good hair day. Hello. Hello, anybody. That is truly, that's a miracle, a miracle right there. You know, thank you that my lashes stayed on in the wind. Hello. (laughs) I'm so goofy. But it's really the little things. And I think for me, I got to a place where it was hard to be grateful. And so getting outside of my environment, doing things that made me uncomfortable and spending time alone gave me the opportunity to start paying attention to the things that were around me. Pay attention to the things that I was taking for granted and acknowledge God with gratitude for those things. Lastly, and this is for when you start coming out of, you know, that place Ease back into it with a time frame in mind. So we got back from the vacation on Thursday and I told myself, okay, I'm going to give myself the rest of the week and the weekend to kind of ease back, get out of routine, you know, stay in this kind of vacation-y change of scenery. You know, when you come back from vacation, you just be flowing, you know, (laughs) life is not real yet. So I gave myself permission for life not to be real 
until Monday. I told myself, okay, on Monday, since you are feeling better, you're going to get back on the horse. You're going to get back into the routine of things. You're going to get back into waking up early and reading your word and this and this and this. So I did that. So I would definitely recommend that you, even when you get back into your space, give yourself time to ease back into whatever routine God gives you, because it may not be the same routine as before, but it very well might be. So yeah, y'all, these are all my tips. Again, thank y'all so much for all the support. Uh, It was very, very, very welcomed from those of y'all that listened to the last episode. This is all of what this platform is supposed to be, just a place for us to all really relate to one another and relate to God and relate to the word. You feel me? Y'all feel me, y'all feel me. So yeah, that is Reset in the Valley. Thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. Leave a rate, a review. Hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. And I'll talk to y'all next week. I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.